we've had a solar eclipse, a lunar eclipse today. We're in Mercury retrograde. It's Cinco de Mayo as I'm recording this, which means I really need a margarita. And I'm wondering if we're ready for May. Are we ready for something new after everything we've just gone through? The whole energy shift, we've been questioning things, we've gone backwards in our thoughts. Is there a way forward? Is there? Of course there is, silly. Stick with me. I just want to give people a place to go to get information. I want them to enjoy learning about Qi and how it's easy to learn about it and affect change in your own life. So Qi Pro is here for the curious seekers and for the professionals looking to get ahead. It's the bottom line. I want to empower people with information because the one thing that can't be taken from you is your knowledge. All right, as we enter May on May 6th, we have a snake in the house. Now, can May's fiery snake inspire us? Can it spark us into the future? Well, in many ways, it can. And there's a lot we need to talk about. So the first thing I want to say is everyone gets hung up on the snake. It's a question. It's one of the 12 animals I'm asked about a lot. And it's got this negative um, connotation. It's like the snake is bad because it has a split tongue. I see it differently. Let me explain. So on May 6th, we welcome Ding C. Ding is Ian Fire, C is our deceptive snake. Now I say deceptive, I even use the word because there's more to the snake than meets the eye. But I digress, let's start at the beginning. I adore Ding as it is a proverbial guiding light that shows us the way out of dark moments. So whenever Ding comes forward, we're gonna have a guidance system activate. Now I may not be a fan of real snakes, but I do like the metaphysical ones for their ability to emerge out of their old skin and spin a tail two ways with their clever split tongue. Clearly, I have a soft spot for snakes, which is interesting because there's not one snake in my immediate family. I don't even think I've got a snake as a friend, but um, very interesting. I'm kind of akin to them. I think they're very clever and highly underrated. You see, to me, a split tongue signifies two ways of saying something. And we are wise to remember our way of thinking isn't the only way. To me, it's like two sides of a coin. When the snake comes forward, we have to remember all is not what it seems. And we need to look at both sides of the story. Now, it really doesn't matter. It honestly doesn't matter if you believe in what I do, if you're just following me for entertainment and laughing at everything I say, or you drink from my brimming cup. You're going to feel yourself intensify and the yearnings of something more this month. You see, May is full of fire. This ding sea is fire on fire. And no amount of rain or clouds will cool this down. And we actually need this metaphysical fire. It's not a bad thing. But before we begin, I have to throw this in. We still have three weeks of Mercury retrograde, or almost three weeks of Mercury retrograde left. We had a solar eclipse the other day. And on May 5th, we have a lunar eclipse. That's a lot of energy firing on all cylinders. And like I said, irregardless of what you believe in, what you follow, you're going to have felt all of this shift. So know that if you've had a tough couple of weeks, it's all this energy flushing everything out, which is ultimately really good. It's just a tad uneasy, disconcerting even during the process. Well, the process is almost over. So let's get back to the fire of May. All right. So why would I talk about the fire so much? Because you know I don't like to get technical. I just like to give you the deets. But sometimes I have to talk about why. You see, the fire in Dingsi, it's not actually the fire by itself. 
It's more about what it's igniting. Now, if you've been following me for a while, you know I've been referencing that we're entering a new period of time in 2024. It's called period nine. Now, the thing is, we're actually somewhat in it already. And depending on which system of metaphysics you follow, we've been in it for a year, we've been in it for three years. The bottom line is we're transitioning. So we are feeling this fire coming in. And this month of Ding Si is kind of like opening the door and saying, hey, fire, over here, we're ready. Now, period nine is where everything shifts to a strong female energy with a feisty can-do, will-do attitude that leads the way. May is the spark and ignition source for 2024, and it will illuminate what has been hidden from view. Now, the challenge with illuminating the dark, though, is that we don't always like what we finally see. It's why we chose to keep it in the dark. We like to say we want the truth, but do we really? Hmm. Now, on a physical note, uh, we're going to have some scorching fires creating havoc around the world, lasting through the summer and into the fall. And to, just to mess with your mind here, for those of us in snowy locations, that snow is about to melt at record speed, causing runoff. So we've got a water issue as well. So it's kind of like, bloody hell, Sam, we're we talking fire or water? Um, Both? I know, I know, not fun to hear. And even though fire is intense in May, it brings speed and a sense of overflowing. So please be mindful if you're in floodplain areas or near rivers or something. It's just intense. So they're going to rise and they're going to flood. And the reason I talk about this um, on the, the floodplain area, on the ground, is because we have a snake here. Where does a snake operate? On the ground. The snake is one of the four traveling animals, so it's movement related. We've got fire, we've got water, we've got all these things mixing up. So we're going to have the ground move, likely through water. Now, if you think about this, this is something that's actually going to play out over time too, because when you do have a forest fire, the good part is, I mean, if, if we can say that, but honestly, you have to find the silver lining. The good part is the ground regenerates, right? Like it, everything goes back into the earth and eventually things start growing again. The bad side is before everything grows and shrubs and trees start growing again, you've got a very unstable ground. So I think we're putting the foundation in for some problems for the next couple of years. It's something we're going to, I believe, address long-term and we're going to look at how we deforest locations, what we're doing to the landscape, because we can't prevent these things from happening. So we've got to learn to work with them. So again, out of every problem, you do find a silver lining. So I like to always find the good stuff. But the bottom line is what I wanted you to know is I am concerned for water across land. That's the best way I can put it. Okay, water across land. So just take care of yourselves and be aware of where you are. Now, I want our focus to remain on the metaphysical side of things, okay? Because that's what I do. So you can take the right actions. So we're going to continue through the month now. So what is it that I want you to do this month? Well, I want you to lean into the aspect of the snake a bit. I want you to shed an old skin and remove what no longer fits you, serves you or protects you. Think of it like a jacket. You've had a favorite jacket, likely for 20 years. Okay, maybe I'm exaggerating there, but a long time. This jacket doesn't really fit you anymore, okay? It's tight across the shoulders. Maybe the zip doesn't do it because there's a little bit more of you to love around the middle. After all, it's been 10 years or more. 
It doesn't fit you anymore. It no longer serves you. Take it off. Okay, so we've got to shed this skin. Now, this can also be emotional. This can also be actually letting go of something. And I've already felt the shift. I did, I can put my hand up here, I did struggle in April. It was not a fun month. I sort of hit the ground a bit and thought, what the heck? And I just sat there and actually went through it. I didn't try to run from it. So I'm feeling a ton better now. And I finally taken that old coat off that I was hanging on to for far too long. It's gone now. Okay. So yes, I'm being a bit cheeky, metaphorical, the whole thing. I believe you get the picture. You're picking up what I'm putting down, right? Good. I know you feel scared to do some of this. Let's not forget the last time there was a snake in the Garden of Eden. Shit hit the fan, right? Yep, I go. I know, I get that. But we can't live in fear of what was. We are wiser to go with what can be. May's snake is your perfect conduit to freedom. Your first step into the next 20 years. I know that sounds a little insurmountable, the first step. It's not. This will be a very liberating time and it's pretty damn amazing. Now, if you can't see where you're supposed to go yet, it's okay. You will be shown a new way this month. Simply keep going. I think we've got this habit that, and I know I used to be like this, we plan everything. I wanted to control outcomes. I wanted to know everything. I wanted to be sure I was stepping in the right direction. Well, guess what? You can't be, but you have to take a step. I came up with this little quote the other day. It was in a blog I was doing. And I said, if you want to achieve, be open to receive. And I'm very proud of that statement, that little sentence, because it says so much. Be open, okay? The snake is coming with a forked tongue to show you two different ways of doing something. So don't, don't shut down and think you've got the perfect way. You may not. Be open to new ideas, new ways of doing something. Now, you're also going to feel um, a spiritual awakening, this whole ding sea, because we can never forget that this ding is there. And ding is a guiding light. It's a flashlight, a torch, a beacon, any number of things, okay? Whenever ding fire is around, it's an internal illumination of our inner selves and a time to be honest with what we want. The reason why it's more than that as well is because in the snake is yang fire, which is different from ding. So we just got a heck of a lot of fire here. This is the ignition source I'm talking about. Now with these two, you can liberate yourself from the past. You can shed that skin like only a snake can and know that your fears are actually quite unfounded. But until you take the jacket off, until you shed the skin, you're not gonna, well, you're not gonna believe me. You're just not. I need you to do this. I need you to follow through, okay? These are just emotions and they're more likely sparks of greatness to come. Anytime I've noticed that fear rises, it's, it's my ego getting in the way saying, oh, you can't do that because it knows, it knows I'm stepping toward a fantastic direction and that fear rises and says, oh no, can't do that. Oh no, no, you are not capable. Oh, absolutely not, Sam. That's not meant for you. Sit down. No, I'm not going to sit down and I don't want you to as well. Know that whenever you feel that fear, feel it. Explore it because you're in this ding month, this guiding light month and explore what it's showing you. 
And I'm not going to say take control of the fear. I don't like really the word control, even though it sort of fits. It's more about stepping up and knowing you've got this, okay? We're on the precipice of something new. You, you are on the precipice of something new. And I know we often hesitate when fear and distrust of what we're feeling, but I need you to trust. Now, there's a song that I love, and I don't know all the words, so I'm going to quote it, and I'm thinking, oh my God, maybe the words aren't right. But as I was getting this ready for you, that, that famous song, um, I saw Tina Turner in concert once, and she was amazing. And she had that song, you know, what's love got to do with it? Well, I'm going to flip that and say, what's trust got to do with it? Everything, okay? Trust in yourself. Trust in your instincts. Trust in what you believe. Trust in yourself. We're going to see some major shifts in the markets and ignitable political issues that spark mini fires all over the place. I'm kind of talking global there, okay? The shifts in the markets, eh, we've already been living through this. They keep going up, down, and sideways, right? So we've kind of got that. We understand it's unpredictable. Um, so just make educated moves if you're going to do anything in the market, stocks or real estate and all those things. The political issues are an issue, okay? They are because the snake being on the ground, the fire, all these things, what they tell me is that demonstrations are likely and tempers will flare. It will be fast, furious, and out of our personal control. So I ask you to remember my 2023 mantra, stay in your lane. Yeah, I warned you, I would keep reminding you as we go through the year. What I'm talking about is keep that focus local on you and your immediate circle. Use the guiding light to illuminate what is already within you and trust in your chosen lane and in yourself. You can't tackle the world. You cannot prevent many things from happening. Now, I don't know your role. You might be in government. You might be in medicine. You might be in military. There might be moves you can make. But as a whole, we cannot prevent East and West. We cannot prevent, you know, Ukraine and Russia. We We as a person can't stop it, but we are going to see people rise. We're going to see the gathering of the troops, so to speak, who are going to stand up and say, enough, this is going to stop. It's also a little bit of strikes. Um, I mean, here in Canada, where I'm recording this, we've got the WestJet pilots going out, which is not fun because I'm away when they do this. So who knows if you'll get a podcast from me next month? I don't know where I'll be. Anyway. I think we're going to see more strikes. We're going to see more people saying, enough, I want more, fix it, or I'm out. So it is a little bit problematic, and I just need you to be aware of that, okay? Now, there's other things that FIRE can do that are actually really cool. And we forget this because, I mean, I talked about quite a few negative things, and I know that, and I really wanted to give you the other side as well. When FIRE comes forward like this, especially with Ding on top, We've got ingenuity, we've got enlightenment, we've got breakthroughs, we've got innovative concepts. I mean, the whole AI world is advancing at a relentless pace and companies will release new concepts that literally, I mean, literally blow our minds. We're going to be like, wow, who thought of that? Well, they've probably been working on it for a while, but it's all going to start coming out now. It's it's almost a little bit too much. I advise you to approach any traveling with calmness as interruptions to your plans are highly likely. And I'm sitting there and when I when I got this ready, I'm like, oh, bloody hell, why did I choose to go away in May? Well, I did. So that's all done now. Now, FIRE also connects people passionately, which has both a negative and a positive connotation. 
So unity can be used for good, right? With connective groups working together for a common goal. The problem arises when it turns into fiery demonstrations, right? I've already touched on that. I've already given you a hint. So be mindful of what you get involved with. Now, on that mindful note, I have to admit, I'm a tad wary of all this AI stuff. I, okay, I remember, but I think it was back in the 80s. God, I'm dating myself now. But anyway, back in the 80s, how far-fetched the Terminator seemed, right? All those years ago. I mean, I absolutely loved the Terminator, the first one, and some of the other ones. But it seemed so far-fetched all those years ago. And yet, here we are. Skynet's not such an illusion anymore, is it? I know. I know. I just had to share because... I think we need to understand where we're going with AI. There's a lot of good there, but I think there's a lot of problems as well. And they've got to get a handle on some of the legal side of some of this because we could be creating a major problem for ourselves. Okay, so remember, I want you to look at the fire in a positive way, illuminating, innovative, collect, you know, connecting with friends, connecting with people. So focus there because we're and so where focus goes, energy flows, right? I love that saying. So where focus goes, energy flows. So be positive. Okay, let's switch gears and check out your home, okay? Four feng shui tips that you must have. Now here I'm going to talk about areas to use more and areas to use less. Just two good and two not so good out of the whole eight. So in the northeast area of your home, this is awesome for new beginnings, uh, partnerships, and even some romance thrown in. So it's quite a I was going to say fertile, but that's not, that's coming up. That's something else. It's good for just new beginnings and new partnerships. So you can make phone calls if you're trying to develop something new, make a phone call there if you want to ask someone out on a date. Um, these are, you know, very good energies there. The North is another good place. This one, this one is the super fertile area, which can support startups, uh, new ventures, and even a little baby or two, the pitter patter of tiny steps. But primarily, it's good for startups and new ventures because it's just got a fertile energy that wants to populate, wants to multiply. So use that for good. So if we've had two good, um, <laughs> two not so good. Okay, this one was actually very easy. And I'm like, uh oh, it's east and west. I'm going to give you both right up the front. So in the east, we've got a very argumentative stance. Um, this is an area to avoid if you have important discussions because you're just going to end up in an argument and a bit of this stubbornness there. It's not so great. The other one is that West. It's another argumentative area, but this one has more force and involves potentially getting hurt. So East, West, think about it. Hmm. For May, the fact that I've identified East and West as problematic areas speaks volumes. I suspect the acrimonious exchanges between global East and West will heat up big time. The big players are going to start arguing. This is not great, but hopefully they can argue, yell at each other a little bit and sort it out. Now, keep in mind, you may not be able to use or avoid the areas I've said. Just be aware of what I've said. Okay, just be aware. Avoid areas where you might have arguments. Use the good areas more if you can. Okay, now my favorite area, and I know one of yours too, is astrology. So remember, get your birth chart from cheaprosam.com, take a picture of it from the calculators, and let's talk about what you see. Do you have a pig in your birth chart? Right, well, you, my friend, are in what we know as a clash. I like clashes. They mean 
change. So you might be changing direction. You might be changing your mind. You might be changing your environment. There's, there's just change in your, in your life. And it's, it's not a bad thing. I, I actually quite like clashes. The only time I feel they become problematic is when you fight it, is when you dig your heels in and say, I don't want change. Well, guess what? It's coming. So be in charge of the change and you decide what it's going to be. All right. Now, do you have a tiger in your chart? This one's rather interesting. This is technically it's a harm. And again, like, you know, I don't like to use the words, but sometimes I think it's helpful to know what I'm talking about and why. So when a harm pops forward, um, they can mean a few things. They can be emotional. They can be physical. They can be all sorts. This one is mobile. Okay. It's mobile. So this is be careful when traveling and make time to center yourself and focus on your needs. Because it's mobile, it's to do with movement. So you know what? You might experience delays while traveling. You might experience hiccups. So just be ready with plan B. That's all you have to do. Awareness is all you need for this stuff. Um, oh, but I would say for tigers, be careful not to overextend yourself for others. Because they'll be okay. But you'll get quite depleted. And I know you've got this energy up the yin-yang, you tigers. But you know what? It might be too much this month and the, with all the fire around it's here, it's just exhausting. So slow it down. Now, there is one of you that's on the hot seat big time. <laughs> so get ready. Do you, have, do you have a monkey in your birth chart? I'm so happy I don't have a monkey. Actually, I don't have any of the animals in my chart this year, this month. I'm so excited for once. Last month was tough. Um, if you have a monkey in your birth chart, well, there's a couple of things occurring for you this month. And remember, occurring for you, not to you, for you. But you will feel this, okay? Because it's both a combination and a destruction. It's like, okay, well, what is it, Sam? Is it something good that's combining or is it something that's breaking apart? Well, it's both, okay? You've got to break free of what has held you back and enter a new realm. You actually need to break something apart that's not working. You kind of got to destroy it, break it down to the studs again and build it up better. Create your new future. It, it's kind of like blasting a wall of rock to make a new path. It has to be done. It's noisy as heck. When you blast the rock, a few errant little chips might fly off and smash a window or something. And that's just unfortunate, but you'll make a new path and it has to be done. That's where you're at. I want you to, if, with, if, you, if you're a monkey, I want you to lean on your advisors and don't get backed into a corner. But if it does occur, if you find you've got, you've backed yourself, it's kind of like you, you've backed yourself into a corner or you've been pushed into a corner, don't come out all guns and bravado. Look to see if there's another way to win this. The answer is yes, by the way. So monkeys, I know you've been on the hot seat. I know it's not fun sometimes to be on the hot seat. But if you take charge of what the changes are and what you do, you will be just fine. It's always about awareness. Okay, astrology is not something that happens to you, it happens for you. So when you know something's coming up and it's going to be problematic, just adapt to it, change your reactions, change your actions a little bit and work with it because you got to work with it, you can't work against it. All right, so that was astrology. And as I wrap up here, I want to say, remember, where focus goes, energy flows. So this is a great month to shed the old and welcome the new. So do exactly that. You've been holding on to things, items, ideals, people. Take a slow look around you 
and give thanks for all you've had and then let it go. If you want more in your future, create space for it in the present. All right. You know I love you. I love to give you the heads up. Please share me with your friends. People need to hear this stuff. Their month is so much easier when you know what's coming your way. And don't forget, if you want a more detailed um, forecast for the month, go to cheaprosam.com and grab your personal cheekcast for the month because that is quite intense. All right, my friends, I will see you next month. See ya.